Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a little bit of sports betting analysis as well. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Week six in the NFL Thursday night football features the Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. Both teams coming off some heartbreaking losses in week five. We saw the Commanders lose on a last second interception they lost that game fell to one and four meanwhile the bears essentially could have sent the game into overtime a fumble though derailed those plans they fell to two and two so these two squads meeting in kind of similar situations what's your overall uh forecast for this game the bears are gonna bear and uh the good old commanders you know we really need to see a little more out of them Mm -hmm. uh i am not too excited about the running back committee that we're going to see there, but, you know, the game's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I don't think either defense is that good. I don't think either offense is that good. So maybe we see more scoring than uh, the Colts versus Broncos. Either quarterback <laughs> seems to be that good, and yeah. even commander's head coach, Brown Rivera, seems to agree. He threw his quarterback <sighs> under the bus a little bit in post-game yeah. comments when asked, what he thought the difference was between the commanders and the rest of the teams in the NFC East, who, by the way, all have four wins Mm -hmm. where they sit one and four. And he commented, Oh, quarterback (laughs) throwing Carson Wentz under the bus. He has since retracted those statements a little bit, clarifying that he just meant, Hey, this is a new quarterback and a new system. Those other quarterbacks in the NFC East have had some time to gel with their team and learn. However, what do you make of this? I don't make a ton Mm -hmm. with it. I think that Carson Wentz is the best option they have right now. They're going to keep rolling with him. Carson has had, fantasy-wise, a couple pretty good games. Real-life (laughs) football-wise, yeah, he's leaving a little left on the table there. He he is a gunslinger without uh, the huge arm. Mm -hmm. So he throws some picks and... You know, should probably be a little more careful with the football, but it leads, is what it is. Leads the league in bad throws this season. Yeah. However, some of his numbers uh, aren't too bad, and he actually is no. top five in pass yards. So yeah. there's a lot to look at with our quarterbacks. First, though, we'll take a look at injuries, then get into our daily fantasy projections. Then we'll take a look at our touchdown calls, prop bets, and our game picks. So let's first start off with some injuries to note here. Sixscore.com has our injury information. Check it out. Sixscore.com from the pro football docs. This information coming from doctors who worked as team doctors in the mm-hmm. NFL. So you know they know what they're talking about. We are looking at the six scores for the Washington Commanders defense at 85.5 going up against the Chicago Bears offense. Now for the Commanders defense, you've got linebacker David Mayo questionable. Defensive end Chase Young. Remember, he's still out after tearing his ACL last season. And on the Chicago Bears offense, you've got uh, offensive lineman Cody White here on IR with a knee injury. Wide receiver Byron Pringle on IR due to a calf calf injury. And wide receiver Nikhil Harry off IR and on the active roster. He was limited in practice all week. Anything to really note there that jumps out at you in terms of any matchups? I no nothing big there. Mm-hmm. I would say watch Harry because if he is on the active roster, he is probably going to be cheap. Maybe he 
you know, slides in to uh, their starting lineup, but who knows. And the Chicago Bears defense coming in with a six score of 90, so relatively healthy going up against a commander's offense with a six score of 79. Now on the defense for the Bears, cornerback Jalen Johnson, six score of 15. He's dealt with injury to both shoulders the past. He's nursing a quad injury right now. Something to note there. The commander's offense, though, has a couple more injuries. Wide receiver Jahan Dotson, questionable after suffering a hamstring injury week four. He missed week five, is not practiced this week. Uh, wide receiver Diame Brown, limited in practice Monday. And center Chase Roulier suffered season-ending knee injury week two. So they're also without offensive lineman Sam Cosme, questionable dealing with a thumb injury, did not practice on Monday. Tight end Logan Thomas, questionable recovering from the ACL tear in 2021. He missed week five, has not practiced this week. So the injuries are piling up there for Mm -hmm. the Washington Commanders offense. What do you make of all those injuries? Yeah, I I would say for here, we got to watch Dotson, watch Mm -hmm. Thomas. Uh, Bates showed, you know, some ability he has in the past. So Bates would be a nice little target there. And then also with Dotson last week being out, Deami Brown had a really big game. Mm -hmm. He only did have like four or five targets, though, but just made big use of him when he got him. (laughs) So that's your injury report from sixscore.com. Remember to check out sixscore.com. It's a great tool for you to find out the latest updates on all of the injuries that are going on and also mm-hmm. prognosis from some team doctors that have done that in the past. So check it out, sixscore.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like this video. If you're enjoying our content, make sure to subscribe to our channel and sign up for some notifications. Now it's time for our daily fantasy projections for this Thursday night football game. We've got some playmakers for fantasy. Mm -hmm. I know this matchup, you know, has a low scoring game total. However, we could find some value here and some edge. Let's start by looking at the Chicago Bears offense. We're looking at Justin Fields, who a lot of people prior to this season had kind of place their bets on him maybe becoming the next Jalen Hurts. It hasn't exactly translated to that. However, he is coming off his best game of the season, 208 passing yards, 47 rushing yards, and a passing touchdown as well. He also had a 71.4 completion percentage. So his best of the season, however, going up against a Washington defense, allowing ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. He's in a fairly good position in this one, and he could be coming in with a little confidence, a little swagger. What do you make of it? I do like Fields uh, for this game. Huge rushing upside, as we know. And he's also starting to throw the ball a little bit more. We do know he has a nice deep target with uh, Darnell Mooney there. He has Cole Komet. So he has some weapons to Mm -hmm. go to, but it's really his rushing upside that I do like. I know I've said it for a lot of these single game shows where I don't like the captain at or the quarterback Mm -hmm. at captain. This is one of the rare situations that I do. I do like uh, Justin Fields at the captain or MVP MVP spot. It's just that his rushing upside. He can break a big play from wherever on the field and get that uh, rushing touchdown. And that's really what you need if you want the quarterback to be an optimal captain. 
Speaking of rushing, we've got running back David Montgomery in this one. Last game against Minnesota, 20 rush yards, 62 receiving yards, mm -hmm. and a touchdown there. He's only had one game over 100 rushing yards. In a decent spot today, though. He's also The Bears are also fifth in rushing attempts, so they run the ball a ton. Yep. He'll definitely get some volume there. And Washington allowing 110 rush yards per game, which ranks 14th. What is your outlook for David Montgomery in Daily Fantasy? I like DeMont's chances right here. If it's not Fields getting a rushing, rushing touchdown, it's going to be uh, Montgomery here. He is, you know, the RB1. He's going to get the majority of the work, and we know he can do it both receiving mm -hmm. and rushing. So I like his outlook. This Washington defense does not scare me, at least until Chase Young's back. Speaking of the how much they've gone to the ground game, mm -hmm. their 88 pass attempts through week five mm -hmm. is the fewest by any team through week five since yeah. 1982. The Patriots were the last team. And I, I think a lot has been made about that, but they really have started passing a lot more. Right. They're up to like a probably about 55% rush, 45 pass. So that is one thing to kind of, consider when you're making your lineups is the field is going to be really heavy on the rush game for them and not really consider many of the pass catching options so when you're making lineups you know it's definitely interesting to throw in a mooney or commit yeah so. and justin fields coming off a game where he's having a little more confidence in that mm -hmm. passing game 71 completion percentage in week five and a big reason for that confidence, Darnell Mooney, mm -hmm. who came up with maybe the catch of the year so far. It was a 39-yard reception, a little twisting. I'm mm -hmm. not going to reenact it. I decided okay. <laughs> last that's, minute that's I was going to reenact it. And I was like, no, that's not yeah. a good idea. Uh, I'm not going to uh, contort myself like a Cirque du Soleil person over here, but we are going to talk about Darnell Mooney and the fact that he is basically doing Cirque du Soleil acrobatics to make these awesome catches. Now his number's not necessarily indicative of how talented of a receiver he is, but with Justin Fields now, perhaps getting a little more acclimated into the passing game, we could see, if there's any game, we're going to see the passing game evolve from the Bears. It's today because the Washington defense, fourth most receiving yards, two opposing wide receivers. What do you like about Mooney's chances today? Yeah, Mooney has a 25% target share, so he is obviously the focal point of the passing game for the Bears. Also like the fact that he's probably going to go a little under-owned in the captain or MVP spot. And he does have some big-time ability to break a big play and put up a big fantasy score. It's just he's volatile. You know, he can mm -hmm. give you a zero or he can give you 25. So I, I like his outlook here. The matchup is great for him. The one thing is just we got to get the Bears to pass. And do you think they will? I, I think they will a little bit. I think we're going to see more of what we have the last couple weeks mm -hmm. where – Fields has 20-something passing attempts, maybe low 30s, and he's rushing the ball as well. But uh, I, I think Mooney's a good spot here. What's another play from the Bears? You know, we can go kickers. Cairo Santos, I don't think Chicago is going to have an issue moving the ball mm -hmm. between the 20s, but their red zone offense is – not very good. 
there's a lot of words I can go with there. We'll just keep it uh, that they're not good. They're frankly awful in the red zone. And it makes Santos a great play. He's had two really big games back-to-back, and I think he could have a third here. As we've seen on Thursday nights, there's been a lot of field goals. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at the Washington Commander squad and who we might want to plug in from a daily fantasy perspective, starting with Carson Wentz, who has 278 yards per game, which actually ranks fifth in the NFL, so not too bad. Where he gets into troubles with those picks, six interceptions this season, ranks third. His QBR does rank 24th. However, he's got a pretty favorable matchup today going up against a Bears defense, 22nd in yards per game allowed. So he could have success. We know he can throw the ball. What do you make of ones for today in Daily Fantasy? Yeah, he can throw the ball. He has weapons. The D isn't that great. So he's in a good spot. I don't love him. I wouldn't put him in a captain or an MVP spot, but I will absolutely use him and have him a little bit. You can, you know, stack them with a couple play, a uh, couple people. And if Dotson and Thomas is out, then their pool of pass catchers is a lot smaller too. So if you stack them with, say, Samuel and McLaurin, you're mm-hmm. probably pretty good off. Let's talk about McLaurin. Scary Terry, 76 yards versus the Titans. He's averaging 65 yards per game. However, Curtis Samuel is the one who leads the team in targets. Now, when you look at this Bears defense, they actually rank ninth in pass yards per game allowed. So not a terrible pass defense. Mm -hmm. What do you make of Scary Terry's prospects for Thursday Night Football fantasy? Scary Terry is still the best receiver on this team. Uh, I know a lot has been made about Curtis Samuel, but Curtis Samuel's dot is five yards, whereas McLaurin's is 14.1. He's getting just barely under seven targets a game. Mm-hmm. I think he is the bigger play guy in this offense. He is the one that I would be much more interested as a captain than Samuel. Uh, I like I like Terry a lot. I think it's only a matter of time until he has a couple big games. Yeah, Samuel averaging 56 yards per game, so mm-hmm. less than McLaurin. And who do you have for that MVP spot? Uh, I do like uh, McLaurin here. Mm-hmm. I like Fields, Montgomery, and Mooney. Some great picks there for your daily fantasy. Remember all of that information that Tyler talked about. You can find it on linestarapp.com. Make sure to check it out today. All of your daily fantasy projections plus our props edge tool, which will help you dominate the sports books, underdog fantasy, prize picks, all the prop bets you can dominate and all the stats in one place to help you dominate your fantasy leagues or just, you know, become a smarter football fan. Who doesn't want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So, linestarapp.com link is below now it's time for our touchdown calls of the game tyler where are you headed for a touchdown call in this bears commanders matchup on thursday night football we are going with a justin fields rushing touchdown he's getting between 7 11 carries a game he is a very dynamic rusher and they really need to start using him around the red zone a little more like Jalen Hurts and the Eagles use uh, Hurts. I expect that to happen a little bit more as the season goes on and Fields can just break one from anywhere on the mm-hmm. field. He almost had a huge uh, gain and touchdown last week, but it got called by, back by penalty and I expect him to run one in this week. 
I'm going Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney for an anytime touchdown plus 300. So kind of an underdog mm-hmm. pick there. I like this one. I think he sees some more uh, volume this week. He has yet to score a touchdown. However, Washington's given up the second most passing touchdowns this season, and their defense allowing 190 passing yards per game or receiving yards per game to wide receivers, which is fourth most in the NFL. Despite being a rush-heavy team, I think the offense has to start looking to the pass game, especially against this Washington defense that has shown susceptibility to get burned by some wide receivers. Mooney gets his first touchdown of the season. Now it's time for our prop bets of the game. Thursday night football prop bet. Where are you headed, Tyler? So I am going to go with Brian Robinson for under 48.5 rushing yards. Washington has a three-headed committee now. We have Brian Robinson, we have Antonio Gibson, and we have McKissick. They limited Brian Robinson to 20 snaps last week. I think that number will go up. However, I don't expect him to get more than 10 or 12 touches. And I would be shocked if he had over a four-yard per carry average. Mm -hmm. Uh, McKissick hasn't been able to do that. Gibson hasn't been able to do that. And I don't think Brian, Brian Robinson is a huge step above, up above those guys if he is even better than them at all. So I think that under 48 and a half is a great bet, and it's just a way too high of a number. I'm going Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney over 46 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. He's been averaging 34.6. However, he's got a great matchup today, and he's actually gone over 50 the last two games, including 94 against a Giants defense that's been allowing the fourth fewest yards per game to wide receivers. Meanwhile, the Washington defense he'll be facing today, they give up the fourth most receiving yards to wide receivers, 190 yards per game. Mooney will torch this defense tonight, 46 and a half, no problem. That's our prop bets for today. Make sure to tail us, or you can fade us too, I guess. That's okay. We won't take offense. Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) do that. (laughs) Game picks for Thursday night football, Commanders at Bears. The Commanders plus one. They are the slight Mm -hmm. road underdogs in this one. The Bears minus one, minus 122 on the money line. Over under is 37 and a half. Tyler... What's your play here? I think you might be a little surprised. I am going to go Bears minus one, obviously, then money line also, and over 37.5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Bears as well. I think they covered this one. The Yeah, I just think these are, this is a game where if we're ever going to see the passing for the Bears, it's got to mm-hmm. be this one against this Washington defense that has struggled against the pass. And I also think that Justin Fields, he's starting to find thing, figure things out on the offense, starting to hit some wide receivers. The passing has increased over the last couple of weeks. So I think a more balanced offensive approach will serve the Bears well. I just every time you watch this commander's team, it just seems like they just cannot get it all together. Yeah. And they shoot themselves in the foot constantly. I just I just don't see them uh, getting the win in Chicago in this yeah, one. Yeah, I think both offenses are going to be able to move the ball 
fairly easily. Uh, both defenses aren't that good. However, both offenses also <laughs> like to turn the ball over a little right. bit. So the defenses are in play for DFS. The kickers are in play. And then both sides kind of have smaller target trees on offense. So I think it's an interesting game. Uh, there'll probably be quite a lot of dupes, whoever's the winner, because there's just not that many lineups you can put out in mm-hmm. this that ha- will have a decent projection. Over or under that point total, 37 and a half. I'm going over. You're going over? I'm going over. Oh, my gosh. Are we on the same page today? Twinsies. Wow. Okay. Remember, all of the information we talked about on today's show is available at linestarapp.com. Make sure to check it out to help yourself out with some daily fantasy or some props as well. That's our Props Edge tool is what helps us pick all of these props for you. Make sure to check it out, linestarapp.com. Link is below to that. And if you're watching us on YouTube and you're enjoying our content, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and sign up for some notifications so you can be caught up on when we come out with videos, especially our props shows, which are coming out later this week. A lot of times lines change, so you want to be the first to know about all of the different bets that we are backing. We'll have that coming out for week six later this week. We'll also have your preview for DFS in Sunday's slate as well. So a lot of great stuff coming up. NBA season's around the corner. We got stuff coming out for you for that as well. Just knocking out the content. Busy time of year. Let's go. Thursday night football. Let's hope for a better one than last week. I mean, (laughs) that shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Anything's better than that game. Good luck in DFS and prop bets and all your sports betting adventures. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.